This is a time of year when it feels like you're being pulled in a thousand directions at once. You've got all sorts of stuff to get up, get done with work before the holidays hit, uh, all the demands at home, perhaps with the community, all these things. How do you find that time to be present and calm in the midst of that? That's what our present shows are about this week. And I'm Ravi Tangri from Halifax, Nova Scotia. This is my co-host, Holly Duckworth in Denver. And you are with Presence, How to Live and Lead Consciously. Happy holidays, Ravi. It is great to be with you today. We're talking how to be calm in the midst of this, this holiday craziness. And I think a lot of it really comes down to making the conscious, conscious choice that you're going to be calm and taking those moments. Um, you know, I was talking with, with some friends at a, at a party the other night and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm running here and there and kids activities and this and that and the other thing. And, you know, I, I kind of reminded them that um, we have to remember sometimes all of this busyness is, um, is a gift. It's a gift to have family. It's a gift to have, you know, the work that we do or the employment, that there are people in this world that are, are challenged or they're missing a loved one uh, th this holiday season. So as we open this show on, on creating peace and calm in our lives, I really would encourage you to remember uh, what a gift it is to have the things that we have this holiday season. Yeah. And then, so to start where we normally do with, especially with the deep dive show, it's into some of the definitions. And when you're talking about being present, some of the interesting definitions are being existing or occurring at this time now to offer to view, to present something to someone, to make a gift to. I love that, that because that present moment is a gift. Here's one I found really, really interesting. Uh, and this, this uh, has some key words in brackets. It says, to aim, point, or direct brackets as a weapon so as to face something or in a per particular direction. And I think that comes from the military where they say present arms and so on and so forth. But I, I find it fascinating that they specify that it's for a weapon because I think the same definition works beautifully for consciousness. To aim, point, or direct your consciousness to so as to face something or in a particular direction. You can actually be present by aiming, pointing your present, your consciousness to, uh, to be in a moment. So I, I don't think it's restricted to as a weapon. Well, that's really interesting, Ravi, because... We also looked at the word calm as we were prepping for the week and the show, and calm often comes to this, this place of stop, of pause, of tranquility, of being still. And we were sharing that, you know, perhaps sometimes being calm too is also the place of being in the flow of it all. That there can be a calmness that comes when we, we, we lay back in the ocean of the energy, if you will, and allow it to take us where it might or where it will. And often, so often, it takes us to places better than we think it will be. I mean, I'll, you know, I will share a little bit about my, my Thanksgiving experience. Thanksgiving, I had eight, eight invitations to go to eight different homes. It was very heartbreaking <laughs> to make, make decisions of where I was going to go and have to make that call the day before and say, hey, I, I can't come to your house, thinking people would be, be devastated. But when I got in that flow 
of, of the no's, the, the yeses became much easier and I was able to create this really magical experience doing less and being more and being fully present there. And I think that is the state of calm we would like to invite you to experience as you embark upon this Christmas week. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because the definition of calm doesn't just say still, it says still or nearly still. And what comes to me, I'm a dancer, right? So you get some very uh, uh, intense dances like salsa and such. There's not a lot of calm necessarily in that, but there's some uh, slower dances that are much more sensual like bachata or kazumba, where it's nearly still, but there's definitely a, a wonderful sense of calm as when you're in the flow of that. And I love what you said about being in the flow, of being in that flow of the moment. So tie it in with presence. It's about how can you exist right now and in the flow of right now to, uh, you know, to, to have that tranquility that comes with that. Yeah, and we, we know that this is a highly commercial season, that there's also a core concept around that where you get to define how much commercialism that you want to allow into your world. Um, you know, Facebook ads, Amazon.com, TV, billboards. Um, sometimes choosing to not have those things in your life is, is a good option. I, I have a one-touch rule when it comes to mail. If I go out and get the mail either from my home or my office, and of course this time of year it's full of catalogs and advertisements, it I goes directly to the mailbox, excuse me, the mailbox, to the garbage can. Garbage, garbage, garbage. If I'm not going to use it, that brings me peace and that brings me calm. I don't have to worry about it anymore in the mailbox, and it's automatically gone out, gone out into its next greater yet to be. So thinking yeah. about how you want to approach the commercialization of this week is also another tip for increasing your calm. Well, and another thing that comes to mind about that is, you know, the commercialization is much bigger as often when you've got kids and such because they're wanting all the things and so on. So one of, but also with, with the rest of the family, there's some people like with my parents, it's challenging to buy anything for them because they, they don't really need anything. So what we'll often do is there, there are development organizations where you can buy um, some goats or medical equipment or whatever for a village and that becomes a gift and I and I really work with my son to choose that for them to take the time so he gets a sense of you know that that giving is not just about the whole commercialization and that creates you know you can't help but be present and calm in that there's, there's a joy that comes from that and 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 such I really also like this idea of remembering that the holidays, while they kind of all get condensed into this this week and the, and the days surrounding it, that there there's a greater serenity emerging if we can look at this time of of love, not only condensed on December 25th, but how can you expand that love out to the the greater weeks and months ahead? One of the greatest gifts my parents ever gave me was, while we love to celebrate Christmas on Christmas Day, as we all got married and lives changed and evolved, they were so gracious and so in flow with allowing us to celebrate the holidays in the way that we chose to celebrate them. And sometimes that might be on the 23rd or the 26th. And we always made a really conscious effort to keep this energy, this presence of the holidays year round. So even as you're sitting with your family gatherings, or we've talked a lot about the Christmas tree around the menorah or your tradition that you have conscious choice about how you're going to keep this energy of closeness and oneness and humanity all year long. 
Yeah, and it's, you know, and the thing is, you don't have to be of a particular faith to appreciate the meaning of it. You know, one thing, I'm not a Christian, okay? But when, when, when I was in university, I used to work <clears throat> at the security office in the residence I was in. And uh, over the holidays, I volunteered to work over Christmas because it was not my holiday. Uh, and it, I let other people allowed other people to be with their families. But I found it's really fascinating in being alone and away from the crazy hustle and bustle. I would listen to the radio. I was able to connect with that peace and the meaning of the holiday, in, even without the family there. And so it's, it's, you know, it does not matter what your faith is. It's what's the meaning behind these holidays, right? Yeah. I love this tip, Ravi, you were sharing with me before. And that's this, this question of ask yourself, is it worth it? Mm -hmm. Phrase that in a different way. Is this even going to matter next week? And how many times have you had a, a scuffle or a stressful scenario with a grocery clerk or a friend or a family member at the holidays and it goes south and it blows up in your face. And then you, then the very next day you can't even remember what happened. So exactly. always asking that, is, is this, really worth it, I think is a really great tool for us this week. Because what we do is we get into a habit of conflict and, you know, and, and getting in arms with, with people. And, uh, you know, in the power show, we talked about that just with food, right? If you see this amazing dessert or whatever, you, you know, to ask yourself, is it worth it to eat the whole thing or get, but it's much broader than that. As you said, it's all of these things that happen. Is it worth it to stress myself out to go to all these things? I mean, that's a simple question and just take a moment and go with your, what feels right. Yeah, you had an, another tip, another question to ask, which was, what makes me happy or what makes you happy? That being able to choose calm and choose peace or choose joy, choose that presence that you want to have this holiday season starts with you making you happy. Yeah, and, and part of that is being aware of what are those things that do nourish you, that make you happy, and make sure you schedule that over the holidays so that you've got those times to renew, replenish yourself. Yeah, um, I, I learned this, this tool this year too, and it's called earthing. You might, might look it up. Earthing is this concept of going and connecting yourself back to the earth. We've talked about meditating, we've talked about walking, but I think this is even deeper than that, which is about touching your hands to the soil. And this time of year, there's you know, the richness of the reefs and the snowfall and all of those things that sometimes just taking that opportunity to touch the earth again, it has a natural healing energy. Absolutely. And, you know, it's going to be very based on where we are in terms of uh, north-south, but, uh, but still to just be in nature. Nature's always very healing in that way. And, you know, the, the time of year, we're actually, this week is the week of the winter solstice. So this is where the days start getting longer. And in some... <laughs> in some uh, uh, some people think of the, the solstice, the 21st of December, really, uh, rather than January 1st, almost as a begin, beginning of the year. These, this is where the new beginnings start, um, based in terms of how our, our earth operates and so on. So just realize that this is a time, it's, it's you know, been dark, it's been, you know, all this stuff leading up to the holidays. Now we're starting to open up to a whole new year, brighter days, longer days. 
Yeah, this is a one of the tips that I loved. One of my very first bosses in one of my jobs, oh, many, many years ago, um, you know, there's all this contentiousness about Christmas or holidays or Kwanzaa or, you know, Festival of Light or all these things. So she had chosen that the way that the company would celebrate it was we would celebrate the solstice. And on the 21st, she would come through and give everybody a little candle and it had a little card on it. And it was the invitation to light this candle and set your intention or your goal for, for the new year. And that was something, no matter what language, race, creed, sexual orientation, no matter who you were, that you would be inspired by the light that you see and the light that was in within you. So if that tip resonates for you, just take some time to find a little peace by lighting a candle for yourself. That's wonderful. And next week, uh, we're going to be getting into, as we look at the new year, how do you align? A lot of people work on their own vision. Organizations have a corporate vision. How do you bring those into alignment so that they're, they're working together? And again, a reminder for this show and next show, you're getting them. Uh, you can get the deep dive shows for free by subscribing on iTunes. Starting in January, you will need to subscribe separately for the, the present show, and we will uh, be giving you information. Just come to thepresentshow.com and our presentshow.com and uh, you'll find out exactly how you can keep getting the deep dive shows. Ravi, it's been great to do all these shows with you this year. I am looking forward to more greatness in 2017. We will see you in a few days. Enjoy the rest of the holiday season.